Blog Talk Radio. Every time I tell somebody I do poetry for a living, they look at me weird. Like they don't believe that it's possible. I tell them that it is. I tell them I don't make my living off giving people reasons to buy a CD. That's crazy. I make my living off giving people reasons to live outside the box, outside the cell block, outside the cubicle. I tell them that a life lived without boundaries is beautiful. I tell them that the body can do whatever the mind chooses to. And I ain't got no illusions or grandeur. I know where my story ends, but yours begins whenever you get ready to move. Want to be a lawyer? Take your ass back to school. You only got a short time on this earth, so while you're here, you better find your niche and work on it like your life depends upon it because tomorrow isn't promised. Failure's not an option. Want to be a dancer? Get it popping. Work your angles like an architect with all your tears, blood, and sweat and disregard the people that'll tell you you're crazy because they too scared or lazy and too complacent to make the necessary changes. This life is about risk. Jumping in with both feet because the answer could be just beneath the surface and the timing ain't never going to be perfect but only 2% of the people on this planet actually do what they want. 60% of the people on this planet work for them. The other 38% are just too far gone. So you better get in where you fit in while you still can. Otherwise, die wondering what could have been. And when you think about it like that, doing poetry for a living makes perfect sense. It puts me in that 2%. I only answer to God. Program managers can't censor my shit. I'm a prophet that prophesies and profits. No gimmicks. I give it to you the same way God gave it to me. The pen is a pistol. The words are a nightstick. I just beat you over the head till you submit. No blue pill, just red. Here's some water. Swallow this. And this ain't about performing. This is two doses of reality, call me in the morning, this is word is born, this is you better get your piece of the pie before it's gone, this is one part heart, four parts persistence, cover the pot and let it simmer, guess who's coming to dinner, opportunity's knocking, better pop the lock and let them enter, this is 2005, you can start a business with an internet connection and a laser printer, no excuses, get on your mission and consider all this the next time you fix your face to ask me what I do for a living. Hello, welcome to Spoken Word Poetry, the art, the industry, the viability. I'm your co-host, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and today um, our other co-host is promoter, producer, spoken word artist, Sweet Francois, and she will not be here with us today because we are doing our show on a different week, but she will be back next month. And we are talking today, we're dropping some science, and we're talking about digital distribution strategy and releasing strategy. So how do we leverage digital distribution and pre-plan our launch before we release a single, an EP, an album, whatever you're releasing? You want to look at your distribution and then to pre-promote your release. Now, many people, many artists will wait until, of course, you you know, you've been to the studio and you produced it. You definitely want to wait till that point. But if you're going to release a single, if you're just doing a couple singles, and you're going to start releasing singles before your album, you don't have to wait for the entire album is done to start releasing your singles because you need to give each release its own time. So if you are going to focus on a single, focus on that single. 
Don't if you release three. I know um, we've had artists want to release three singles in three different markets, but um, and I guess the assumption was it's different audiences, but you are dividing up your promotional time. And you need to, if it actually is three different markets, you need to make sure it actually is three different markets, that there are no overlapping, because what happens, you start to compete with your own self and your own release. So you want to give your releases time, you know, to themselves during the promotion period. And then you want to pre-promote. Once you have, you know, been in a studio and it's recorded, you know, you may have to do a mixing and mastering, but one, if that's about all you, the only thing you have left to do, as you, you know, start to plan it, you know, consider your visual image. Get your visual image together and begin to promote. Now, you can promote that visual image um, 90 60 to 90 days out. I prefer a 90-day strategy because it just takes time. Then on your first 30 days are just getting you started up. You have to get your materials together, your bio, your press releases. You put your call out. It's a lot of PR work, and PR takes a lot of follow-up because journalists get so much information and so inundated. So just because you sent them a notice once, it doesn't mean they ever notice it, even if you know them and have an existing relationship. It generally takes, you know, sending out, contacting them, then to send it, then they'll tell you, oh, this is the best way, send it to me now, to send it to them again, then follow up again to make sure that they received it. And sometimes that can take about three, four tries just to confirm that they received it and start getting responses. So your first month is just, you know, going to be getting yourself started and getting the news out and following up. Then after you're getting your news out, you know, you know, your goal is to start getting media. So whether they're interviews, radio interviews, articles, you know, blogs, people start writing and promoting. And then you also want to start getting radio play. So, you know, getting commercial radio, that's hard, extremely expensive, but you can start submitting to Internet radio, review sites, all of those things you're going to start submitting to while you still want to get your PR, and that takes time. Then when they do, you want to push all of that information out to everyone. You want to let everyone know that, you know, you want to promote those articles, blogs, those reviews, especially if they're great reviews and all. And then, of course, you want to consistently push your promotion when you're dropping, when you're dropping, when you're dropping, where you're dropping. So this is simplistic, but that's basically what happens. You need to do that pre-time. When you wait till you actually have... Everything fully done, um, the CD in your hand. Now you have them waiting, and then you start promoting. It The process is the same. It still takes you 30 days to really get all your information out, get it started, get the grind going. 
and if, even if you're on a circuit, it's great when you're on a circuit doing open mics and different things. But if you did that 90 days before, if you had that pre-planned before, then that circuit would be local, you would have your regional, and maybe even some further ones out, and actually have some shows booked after it drops. So what happens is you just have more and more people to work with to increase your numbers. Because when you wait till after you physically have it, and your release date is still your release date, on the books, you know, as far as records, your sales and things, that release date is still the same. So take, for instance, someone's going to be releasing on, say, we say June 19th. That's my birthday. That's why I said that. You know, June 19th, my birthday. June 19th is the next edition of Soul Opera with Sweet Friend Sean. Um, so you want to definitely come out then. So June 19th, we'll use that date. Say you're releasing on June 19th. And your release date is your release date. Now, if you did your pre-promotions and you're releasing on June 19th, and you may even negotiate an opportunity to appear um, at Soul Opera. You could be on a Soul Opera stage. And, you know, um, Franchon, she markets, you know, she promotes ahead of time. So you get all that pre-promotion, plus you out doing your grind. You're getting media. You're on the Internet. You're getting articles. You're getting the papers. You're getting radio interviews. You're doing all this pre in June. And then June 19th, you're going to be at this spot. So the opportunities for sales at this spot, if it's a single, you may have download cards that you're going to give out at this event. Or that people, and then people can purchase your download cards, get the single, single from you. But you have the opportunity, whether you do it then, get everybody to pull out their phones, while you're on the mic, ask everybody pull out their phones, go to iTunes, buy it, boom. Whatever. You have this opportunity to draw all of this traffic, and everyone's coming on the 19th. And we'll be conservative. Say you're doing this grind and you do all of this, and on your first day your sales are like 500000 Like We're going to be safe and say 500000 to a thousand sales, even if it's a thousand sales on that first day out. Now let's take it that you waited until you had everything printed, ready, done. Then you went to promote after the release date. Again, the release date is still the same. It's still noted as being released on June nineteenth. Now it's taking you July, August, maybe near September to even get. 500 to 1,000 sales. Now, though the promotion time may be the same, now you're going to look at a deal and say, hey, you know, partner with me. I got a great following. I got people buying my my, uh, my single, this and that, this and that. All of these things are going on. And this is what you're stating. Well, they're looking like, well, you dropped with no sales. You released on the 19th, and it took you 90 days to get 1,000 sales. As opposed to dropping on the 19th and getting 1,000 sales on the 19th, and then another 30 days you could triple, you know, definitely double, but in another 90 days, chances are if you will triple, quadruple plus those numbers. 
and they're looking at you like, wow, they dropped with a measly thousand. That's hot, especially for spoken word. That's really good. You do have a following. So we're talking about the same amount of time, the same effort, but leveraging the pre-promotion, one is going to generate you more income. If you're dropping and you're starting out the gate with a thousand and you have an eighty five percent contract, just say you're on an eighty five percent contract, that's eight hundred and fifty dollars right there. Instead of you dropping, paying your course and then you have to wait ninety days to get eight hundred and fifty dollars and it's dripping over time. That's the first day you start out the gate that way. So financially it's gonna be more lucrative for you. Your numbers look much better and put you in a better position when it comes to negotiating, you know, collaboration deals. Even if you want to negotiate a distribution deal, you, you can pr- say, hey, I, I can drive the traffic to the distribution points. So this is just important in your overall business strategy. You want to begin releasing to do a pre-releasing strategy. And you want to do 90 days out. You want to have a specific strategy as to how you release that. Be creative. And, of course, your goal is to, you know, generate as much awareness, drive as much traffic, and you want to make as many sales as possible, you know, to start off. And in, in, in that promotion time, of course, you want to have opportunities, you know, to get radio play to get articles, to get heard, to get news out. So that is a releasing strategy and just sharing it because still see so many independent artists waiting until they've done everything. They've been working on a project for 90 days, then they drop. And on a day that they release, the numbers are low. They may get their numbers up, but their release date numbers, and the first week of sales are really important, you know, when you're looking to make these deals and different things. So if the only difference is when you do it, why not do it at a time that would generate you more benefits? And then the next thing we're going to be sharing today and um, next thing we're sharing, we're going to just talk a little bit about digital distribution. Now, at this point, most most artists know about distribution and digital distribution. Digital distribution has made distribution so extremely accessible for the independent artists. Now, there are a couple of things you may need to you can know realize that you may not realize. One, you do have the opportunity to do a one-time fee, lifetime fee, to pay for distribution where you don't have to renew every year. Um, under Impact Now program, we offer that for $200, and that's an 85% contract. So 85% of your sales, not 70%, not 75%, not 80, but 85%. Most, uh, if you're talking about Reverb Nation, CD Baby, TuneCore, the general, the general fee is between $50, $60 for, 
for distribution, and that's per project. That's an album or more more than a single. Singles may be anywhere from 11, uh, probably no more than 15. Generally, singles are between $11 and $12. And, um, but you pay the fee per single. So, you know, each single that you release, you're going to pay that fee. And then you're releasing under your barcodes, your UPS, you want to even consider. Now, this is, you know, you can determine this based on the amount of releasing you plan to do, you know, how much do you plan to record. I know many spoken word artists, when they do an album, most of their albums are 15 tracks, 15 to 20 tracks. This is one album. So, um, but it... It is based on how much you want to, you know, release, how how much you plan on recording, or you just plan on doing one album, two albums. So when you look at what's your overall goal, what becomes more effective for you and what's easier, because, you know, there has there's opportunity that, you know, renewal fees for every year can increase. And so you may you know, start off at one twelve dollars and it might be thirteen dollars, the same way domain names are. You know, that renewal fee can increase yearly. Plus you want to look at as far as your U um UPC code and your ISRC codes when, you know, you may say, Oh, you can get a C D baby five dollars for a UPC code but what happens is that is CD Baby's UPC code. You do have the opportunity, if you choose, to purchase your own UPC code, and then you log in a number for every release. You you start off your series of numbers, you create your log, and each release you assign a number. The same thing for your ISRC code. Now, of course, it is more upfront, but it, in the long-term investment, when you're releasing even if you do three albums, you would definitely save on three albums. Because say if you're saying $60 digital distribution, that's a buck eighty just on your distribution, plus the cost of your ISRC codes and your UPC codes, those additional costs. And you need an ISRC code for each single, a UPC code for each single you need. So you want to in the long run it may be better. And then again, like I said, your distribution you're starting at one eighty out the gate for each one and every year you have to renew that. If for two hundred dollars you can play a flat fee and release as many as you choose and release to your own label. You don't have to release to a C D baby, to a reverb nation. You don't have to release to TuneCore. You can release to your own label. And then you also you get iTunes overnight. These are the opportunities that you want to consider in your digital and leveraging digital distribution. And the other thing about digital distribution, you need to make sure whatever your distribution, know the outlets that you will be distributed to, and make sure you're 
being distributed to the major outlets and find out where are the upcoming outlets because um, you should be releasing to Spotify and Deezer and most of you, most people don't really know about it. I think most people have heard about, heard of Spotify, but many of us don't, still don't use it. And then Deezer is a new one, is another one that, and it's not new, but it is gaining mad popularity in the industry. And these are streaming, and streaming is gaining mad popularity from Pandora. You know, subscription services is the direction that the industry is going in because, they, they, um, you know, individual sales and things are dropping. So the focus is now on subscription services, and that's where work is streamed. And those sites are Spotify, Deezer, iTunes, some streaming, but, you know, they still had to focus on the sales, but they're still the iTunes radio. And, you know, you get paid for the streams. So, again, these are opportunities for sale, um, to increase sales, and the only difference is really you just, you know, being strategic about your choice and your distribution. And in the digital distribution strategy, where you are, the significance of that, you always want to look at um, when you have the streaming services, start focusing in on playlists. Go to those services and subscribe. Your music is on there. Create a playlist with major label artists and integrate your work in it. Suggest that your fans do the same. Suggest your fans follow your playlist. Playlists are the key to getting more streams and and getting featured on streaming sites. It's playlists are your key. So that is just a little knowledge, a little science to drop. So all we need you to do is ingest that. We said this year we're really going to be focusing in on planning and building a plan. So if you haven't started yet, start planning. You know, what is your overall vision for your career? I mean, like doing spoken words, going out to sites and all, but do you have a vision for your spoken word career? Do you even consider the career? What are the opportunities? Where do you want to go? You know, what is your overall vision and how will spoken word help you get there? How can you leverage spoken word to get there? And how can you maximize your spoken word poetry? So you want to consider that. Write things down. Write the vision down. Make it plain. So write it down. Start planning. Um, look at planning in 90-day increments. You know, you have your overall vision statement. Do your vision statement. Then look at what can I do in the next 90 days to bring me closer to that. And then in 60 days, review that 90 days, make whatever adjustments, and, you know, get a plan for the next 90 days. And you continuously do that. And you will see... By the end of one year, you will see such an increase in your career 
and may or may not be an increase in your expenditures and your energy, but by taking the time to plan, your increase in your income and effectiveness and impact will definitely increase simply by having a strategy and being wiser about how you use your time, your energy, and your funds. So a marketing strategist, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, I have been your host for this moment in time. And we want to make sure, we want to play some spoken word here today, but we want to make sure you take a moment and just keep um, Sweet Francois and your and your thoughts and in your prayers and lift her up and she will be back next month and again remember that the next edition of Soul Opera will be happening on June nineteenth. You can go to www.peacelovepoetry.com and find out more, get the details, order your tickets, but that's June 19th, which is also my birthday. So no matter what, I'm going to make sure that I attend there come heck of high water. So now you make sure when you get there that you have a gift for me. <laughs> so that next edition, again, is June 19th, the Soul Opera, and go to www.peacelovepoetry.com. And with Master Grill Radio, please check us out on Google+. Plus. We are now being syndicated. You can find this show on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. And it also will be on Spreaker. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, Twitter. Where else may we be? I don't know. We're just all over. So just check us out, and we will see you next month. And next month we're going to have a special edition. We're going to do a King's Round Table next month, so you will get to hear from some men in poetry. Just like we do the Queen's Round Table, and that's the second Monday of June. So we will see you next month, and we'll see you at... Soul Opera on June 19th, and we speak for you, peace, love, and poetry, and you stay stay in peace. We're going to roll out with some spoken word, and um, we're going to start off with Black Girl, Can I Comb Your Hair by Black Butterfly from Underneath the Light. Can I comb your hair? Form it in a beautiful style that calls people to stare and loose the snares of assimilation's jazz. Can I braid it intricately and allow others to see a strong black heritage that is rich and free? Can I add shells and beads, extensions and weaves, or grow your locks to the floor and watch yourself a theme go? Black girl. Can I grease your scalp, massage your temples, and allow your hopes and dreams to flow out? And have all your dreams take hold and sprout? Can I twist it in knots and single-ease twists? 
that little black boys look at and can't resist. And show you how to add the fragrance of Nubians on your wrist. of the making of a slave black girl can I show you more than what your heart desires for and help you to see that this struggle is bigger than you and me and it's time for our nation to rise up and be free black girl can I comb your hair Oh yeah, black girl, can I 
I said it's poetry in motion, how I flow with these emotions, I'm just John Doe, the realest nobody you'll never know. I heard the game say sleep was the cousin of death, so I guess Phil must be some kind of respect. That's why that boy feel like a man when he holding that tech, but Phil doesn't define the man as what he does with it. Like, does he overcome it or become overwhelmed by it? Can he stand the test of time, stare fear in the eyes, be the cat to tell the killer pull the trigger like he got nine lives? Now that's what you call pride, or what you call protection. Let's say the gun was pointed elsewhere and he just intercepted. Now what you left with? A brave man with a notch on his belt. Because what if that same man had a record itself for dealing that same hand that a killer just dealt? Would you pass judgment for his past mistakes? Or would you be glad that he changed his ways? That's why yesterday shouldn't affect today because your past sins written down in pen and you can't erase but you can't retrace. So live now and put that period down in the sentence. Start writing a chapter of your future you know you can live with. The first thing to change is the way you make decisions. Then who your friends is. Because if you stuck with the same crew, take a second and think what a circle do. A circle send you around that same loop. And you doing to keep repeating all the mistakes of the past. So think for yourself and make sure that your story lasts. And if you meet someone else that's on the same page by the story ending, then hopefully one day you two can start a new beginning. And when you write that introduction to this world we in, be sure that you warn that kid of all your past sins. That way when they big enough to hold their own pen, they won't retrace your curse of curse and do it all again. Now no child is perfect, they scribble out of lines sometimes, but God's forgiveness is the whiteout that covers all those lines. So dedicate your book to him, he'll help rewrite your story. And on your dedication page, just give him all the glory. She look unbelievable, downright unforgettable, unforgettable. just incredible. incredible. Ask her Ooh. what's going on inside of her soul. Oh. Ask her what she want to be when she, she grow up. up. She told me Beyonce hey. because she seemed to get the cash, cash that, that way. way. By shaking her sash that, that way, the faster way. way. She just had a baby two months the ago. Gold. And she wishes it could be so simple. Stretch marks of depression, mark of self-esteem. Want a beauty queen relying on Maybelline. A well on your machine, she wears tight jeans. Get some see-through shirts to, to boost, boost her self-esteem. Gain attention from wandering eyes. Using her thighs to gain acceptance. Using her thighs to gain acceptance. Using her thick, beautiful black thighs to gain acceptance. Like it's cool to be addicted to erections. And not to mention she's no longer using use protection. protection. She Ooh. is a falling star That's in the universe of low expectations. Wouldn't it be dead before the age of 18? Hoping death yeah. is the answer to all things Dang. and all the frustrations. She is an award miseducation. 200 years of Willie Lynch. A single-parent home. A Psychiatrist that prescribes written because the mother had a drug addiction, 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 addiction. 200 years of self-hatred, throwing on weaves and makeup. She looked 40 in the face, the breast, the waist. But, but she, she really 15 rocking contacts that's green A see-through shirt Ooh. and some tight, tight jeans Literally wearing a self-esteem on her sleeves And she can't wait for Christmas Eve So, so she, she can, can receive the fine things in life like a new trend in fashion. fashion She ain't got to open up my pup physical do the brag And you know the way she walk and the way she talk and the way she get hawked by those guys who double park Just to pump up her yo, ego yo, while she walking in passion 
pump. Come here, come here. Cause she looks 511 in the hills, but she really 5'7 for real. Selling nickel bags of weed for uncle to pay for that cell phone bill. And the bite like 30, but the mind is like 9. Soul is dirty, so becoming spiritual is darn near impossible. While the mother is in front of a corner store, acting like a well-known whore. Father's inside of a jail cell, rearranging his religious beliefs. Trying to find Jesus in between the lines of the Quran. Searching for a reason, searching for a meaning, cause only God can stop the bleeding. So what do you tell the future when they do not know they pass? When they worship white presidents on cold, hard cash? I mean, would they really worship Malcolm X if he was on a $5 bill? Or would Martin Luther King control the oil you spill? I have a dream. I have a dream. So what do you tell the future? Tell that she is love, she is persistence, perseverance, determination, desire, strength, respect, cradle of the civilization that held all of us together, birthed by mothers that mothers like, mothers like Queen Nzenga, Harriet Tubman, Mary McLeod Bethune, Betsy Shabazz, birthing nations of a Marcus Garvey, of a Malcolm X, of a Martin Luther King, of a Fred Hampton. She is not Lil' Kim. She is not Foxy Brown. She is not Trina. But most importantly, tell her that she is a queen that is now free, free, free. Ain't no time for resting on my laurels when every day is an oral exam. And for the next man, I'm a walking target. He want to drive me out of business and take over my market. He's sick of envisioning himself as me on poetry's red carpet. Sick of putting out bullshit CDs that barely seem to turn a profit. And it's awkward because this ain't hip-hop, so neither one of us got to be the hardest. And it's not that I'm the luckiest, it's simply that I know where my God is. Do the knowledge. We ain't got to talk about summers. I am the only spoken word artist doing the independent rapper numbers. Who else order CDs thousands at a time? Whatever the catch is happy to hit the road with 99. I am not peace on earth, but I am peace of mind. Spoken word is a small world and a large percentage of it is mine. It doesn't matter who you are. If you own a decent system, my CDs make you want to pay off your car. I am not a star. I'm a businessman. I provide a service. I make my people feel like a million dollars within a system that makes them feel worthless. Like I snatch them out of the matrix. Like I tell them, go get yourself a glass of water and take this. Like I tell them, most of what y'all listening to is fake shit. Like I tell them the marketing studio time and their time is paid for by racists. And I know they hate it when I make them face it. But um, God gave us spoken word in order to give us the tools to get ahead. And our oppressor gave us that other shit in order to give us the tools to get dead. And they um, need it that way. And we um, need it that way. And we um, stand in line for the tools for our own demise. And we even seem happy to pay You've just listened to Black Girl Can I Comb Your Hair By Black Butterfly From Underneath the Lights Compilation And then we went on to the Book of Life By J.B. A.K.A. John Doe Then Tell Her She's a Queen By Just Greg Poet and we end this mix with Talam's AC Laurels from his album, Underground Heavy. Peace and love.